Hi everyone, welcome to this week's podcast, episode 39, and it's a big celebration this week. We are coming up to one year of working together and creating online classes. So today on the podcast, we thought that it would be apt to chat about what it's really like to work together, including what's good about it, what's bad about it, what annoying habits each of us has. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope that you find it interesting. And we also just want to say a big thank you for everyone that supported us to get this far. Hello, Laura. How are you going? I'm really good. Standard answer to that question. (laughs) But um, it's funny because we're in the school holidays at the moment. We're in the last days. And I'm really excited about the kids going back to school. I kind of feel bad about saying that. But I I am itching. And I mean itching to get back to work, which is something that I am pretty sure I never said when I was working in an office job. But I can't wait. I really want to get stuck into things. But then on the flip side, I did take Sophia out for a really lovely day in town yesterday and we went shopping and we've been watching uh, the program on Netflix, the Queer Eye uh, series. I really, I, I really enjoyed stepping back from work and I realised that if I did it for too long, <laughs> I'd probably never come you back. You wouldn't go back. Yeah. The <laughs> so couch is comfortable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it was actually a couple of days where I really just put work aside to spend time with the kids. And I was starting to feel like, oh, this is nice too. I guess I've got good options on either end. <laughs> it's funny how your dreams of taking the kids to the museum for a bit of culture turns into me taking Asher off your hands to go to see the Avengers so you can you and Sophia can escape to go shopping. Well, I did want to go to the art gallery. <laughs> that was the initial plan. We went into town in Adelaide yesterday and we were going to go and see an exhibition. We started, we started with, well, how about we just go and have a look in a few shops first and that turned into an epic all day shopping trip and we never got to the art gallery so but we did uh we did have a fantastic day <laughs> <laughs> well this is episode 39 of the podcast and where has all the time gone we are coming up to our one year anniversary of working together and filming and creating online classes so that little class called the melting pot came out on the 1st of May last year and we're nearly there up to one year of celebrating. Well actually by the time this podcast comes out it will be one year on. So I thought it would be a really good opportunity to chat about what it's been like working together. But before we do that we do have a little bit of an announcement to make and we want to let everyone know that we are celebrating one year of online classes and having a sale on all of our classes. So if you go to my website laurahornart.com and under classes there's a whole range of mixed media art classes. They're all mini classes, they're all standalone art um, projects that you can do. We are offering 30% off using the coupon code when you get to the checkout page, Art Party. So it's A-R-T-P-A-R-T-Y. And that will get you 30% off any class up until midnight. Let me get this right. 
our time. So we are in Adelaide, South Australia. We're many hours ahead of many places. So just keep this in mind that it is our time midnight on Sunday, the 5th of May, that offer will expire. I will put this in the notes that go with the podcast so everyone can see the details of that coupon, but just wanted to let everyone know it's a really good time if you wanted to get some of those classes at a super affordable price. Wow, that sounded really salesy, didn't it? it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving into the podcast. So on the 1st of May, we will be in business one year. We've been married 10 years and together 14. 14. Yeah. We've always had separate jobs, separate hobbies, different groups of friends, that kind of stuff. We never really, never really spent a huge amount of time (laughs) together, unless we went on holidays and and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like we weren't, we're not the type to have the same hobbies and, you know what I mean, do the same things. We've never been the type to live in each other's pockets as such. We've always been quite independent in ways and we sure haven't spent as much time as what we have in the last year together ever in our relationship. Like we speak on the phone every day. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, we spend all weekends together and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the last year, <laughs> we've been literally in each other's pockets every single day. But it's weird because I it hasn't really felt that different. When mm. you said it's our first year anniversary, I was shocked. Yeah, and it felt very natural yeah. to work together. And I guess we've always talked a lot about ideas and shared each other's passions not actually doing them but we've always been I guess a sounding board for each other around the things that we do and both of us having um, creative pursuits you being interested in photography and videography and me in art and and just generally just interested in things like motivation and helping people and coaching and plenty of common ground that we've been able to chat about so that when we came into the business it was like a natural evolution in a way. I remember having a conversation with a business coach or a business and life coach, a good friend of mine, 10 years ago and we did a bit of work around visualization and one of the things that I visualized when I was walking through that process with her was having a business together and that was years ago now before I had even picked up a paintbrush I talked about how I felt it would be a wonderful experience and I just thought that there was something that we needed to do together but I didn't know what it was yet yeah so the whole idea of this podcast is that we're going to chat about what it's really like working together the real deal because I reckon for people that are listening it's actually probably quite fascinating or maybe I'm wrong maybe it's not (laughs) (laughs) but you know to find out well what is it actually like for us to work together to film classes to do this podcast for example and to be in each other's pockets you know, like we have been, what's that really like? And what's good about it? And what's bad about it? And who does what that's annoying? (laughs) And all that sort of stuff. Well, well, I edit this podcast. So if all the good stuff is about me, you know, I've cut out all the bad stuff. (laughs) Okay, let's kick off with the questions. We've identified a few areas we're going to talk about. And the first one is what impact has working together had on our family life and our relationship? We speak about it all the time, like having the time to take the kids to school, go to the skate park, collect them from school, school shows, Mm. uh, train the soccer team, really much 
being yeah. able to do anything with the kids. But on the flip side of that, like I'm home a lot. Mm. So we spend a lot of time together and I can get a little bit, not short, but yeah, maybe I can get a little bit short. <laughs> You know, a bit of cabin fever, yeah. maybe, you yeah. know, but um, I have other things that I do. You know, I coach sports and I get out with my photography. The good side of it is being able to do all of the things mm. that I want to do with the family. And the downside is being stuck with the family for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about it and be as honest as possible of, you know, what has been the impact on the family of this? And you've definitely touched on it. The flexibility has been massive because we used to commute a lot. We had very sort of limited capacity to change up our plans and things, whereas now we can just really switch things up and work with whatever's happening with our kids. But on the other hand, I think that the business is so all-encompassing And we talk about it all the time, even around the kids. And I think the kids sometimes just wish that we had a normal job. Certainly our eldest has expressed that to me many times that um, sometimes it just feels like it takes up a lot of our attention. I guess we just talk about it all the time, don't we? Or we're doing it all the time. Or we're doing it all the time. It feels kind of big. It's almost like it's another member of the family. It's (laughs) it's like we have the kids and the pets and then we have the business. I kind of love it though. I know. That's the problem I think is that we love it so much. Sometimes we have to sort of check in with ourselves, make sure that we're not giving it so much you know that it's taking centre stage in a way yeah. from the needs of the kids. Yeah, it's like another sibling. Yeah, it is. You know, it's almost like they have that little bit of sibling rivalry with the with business the because yeah. the business competes for attention. You know, they're competing with it sometimes to get attention. Mm. But on the other hand, they get huge amounts of attention because of the business. I was talking <laughs> to someone who, uh, he's a full-time dad. Mm. And I was saying to him, you know, I have all this free time and I, I spend so much time with the kids, mm. but it's never enough. Mm. And he was the guy that said to me, always make sure that you have one-on-one time with your kids. Mm. He was the one that explained that to me. Yeah, He goes, Richie, I'm a full-time dad at home and it's still not enough time. Yeah. Like your kids, you'll, your kids will never have enough of you. What about as far as our relationship? Do we still have good time, like quality time together that's not around the business yeah look we do get to spend a lot of time with each other we very rarely argue which is great when we do argue if you could even call it arguing i just give in and agree (laughs) most of the time (laughs) that's yeah maybe that is true okay sorry I, i wish we did more we promised ourselves that after every video that we released that we would go and we treat ourselves to like a really really nice dinner Get a babysitter, do all that kind of stuff. We've done it twice, I think. Uh, We went to two really, really nice places. Mm. We both dropped the ball on that. I think we should prioritise date nights and getting out of the house and getting out of the business. But also getting away from the kids and getting away from the mortgage and getting away from the bills. Just going out, you and me. I think that challenge is one that so many couples 
face, particularly if you've got young children and where you're busy in everyday life, you're busy with work, kids, and it's really challenging to carve out time for things like date nights. Yeah, but it's one of those things that every time we go and do it. We always say we should do it more often and then we don't. I think it's because it requires organising. And it it requires both of us being on the same page, you know, because sometimes I'll be tired and, you know, Well, that's what I was actually going to say when you're talking about arguing. And I was thinking, I reckon a year or two ago, we definitely argued a lot more and we weren't as good at resolving problems. Mm. Whereas this business relationship has helped us to work through things better and talk more and recognize each other's feelings in what's going on. I think we've become a lot more compassionate and we understand each other's pressures Like I understand when you're overloaded with editing that's taking a long time and you understand when I am trying to create something and it's just not happening. Like we're filming and it's not coming together. I'm not feeling it or I've got a, you know, the other day I had a headache like and it just, I just couldn't work the way that I wanted to and we had everything set up to film. I feel like working together, we've developed a lot more compassion for each other. See, before, let's say you were having a bad day Mm. painting. I wouldn't see that. I'd have no insight to Mm. any of that. You'd be painting, you'd get lost in time, and then I'd come home from work, you know, just a long day, not feeling the best. And I'd walk through the door, and let's say there's no dinner, and the kids are going crazy. Automatically, in my head, that would be all your fault. Absolutely nothing to do with me whatsoever. I'm out there working hard. Mm. That'd be all your fault. And there'd be no give. So let's say there was an argument or we were getting ratty at each other because of something like that. Whereas now that I'm in the business and I see how difficult it is to paint and how difficult it is to run a household Mm. and how difficult it is to be present. Now when I see you struggle, I support you. I just give you all the time you need. And I get done what needs to get done. And I think that's great. I like it when I'm struggling and you'll say something so unselfish. You'll say, look, I know the video is to be released on the 14th of the month, but I'll just put it to the 21st. Don't worry about it. You'll just drop a little pearl like that. You could have easily set fire to that. I need that now, but you don't. And I guess that's what you're talking about, compassion. Yeah, I think we have much greater capacity to sort of get into each other's shoes and and see it from a different perspective. It has a knock-on effect because it doesn't only impact the business, it impacts how we share, you know, the household chores and things like that. We're a a better team. I feel like we're a much better team from having worked together. Absolutely. I can see us doing this in 10 years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going, oh my God, I can't do this for another week. And we're just getting better at it as well. Like when we do face hurdles and hiccups, our capacity, like our strength to overcome those sorts of things is getting bigger. Speaking of the last year, our business had three really big milestones and they happened just recently. And they've all happened on the back of failures. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I'm talking about. I didn't articulate it. But yeah, our ability to bounce back or overcome failure has grown tremendously. Mm. And things that would have floored us for a week or so, it's now, I mean, it's even surprising myself that we're actually 
flipping things and Mm -hmm. getting over things really quickly. Like within a few hours, we're totally resetting our mindset, starting again and getting over things that haven't worked and just continuing to move forward. So it's like a muscle that we've built, isn't it? Absolutely. And there's something about being in the proverbial poop (laughs) together. Yeah, yeah. That strengthens your Mm. bond. Mm. You know, it's what Mm. they say about soldiers. Yeah. Soldiers have this lifelong friendship because they're just in the muck together. Yeah, I like that. So we've been in the muck together. (laughs) And come out the other side. Yeah. And still going strong. The second question you have written down is, what's it like filming and recording podcasts together? It's funny because I don't really know what it's like to film without you in the in the room. I'm just thinking about it. But all the filming that we've done for online classes has been together. So I've never really set up a camera myself and just filmed stuff. It's always been a joint effort. Initially, I was a little bit nervous about talking and you watching. And now I don't think anything of it. It's really normal. So for anyone out there who's thinking about doing video or online classes, it could actually be really helpful to have someone there because you talk more like you are talking to someone. I like it. I guess that's my answer. I enjoy having you in the room. I find you kind of a a bit of a calming influence, but I do read your like if you do big sighs and stuff, like if you go, you know, like that, then I feel like I need to hurry up or, you know, like you're getting tired maybe, which is probably what is actually happening because you're holding cameras and things like that. So I, that does have an impact. The way that you you hold yourself in the room is important and you do a really good job of keeping yourself kind of like impartial. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I'm painting and stuff and you're not having really any influence. You're just allowing me to connect with my creativity because that's important. Otherwise, I'm not going to get into a good flow. So you're there and your presence makes me feel, I don't know, calm and there's someone in the room and all that, but it doesn't interfere. You don't provide any kind of input or anything like that. You just, you're just there. And sometimes I'll ask you something, you know, like how, what do you think of this and whatnot? And then you very reluctantly will answer. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it feels, it feels very natural to do the filming together. And I just don't think I would do it. Otherwise it, you're such a motivating force for me. One of the things I will say for everyone who's listening is the way that things happen with both the podcast and online classes is we record things and then you take all the footage away or the um, audio and then you edit it and I don't really make that many changes and a lot of the time I just have to well I trust you but sometimes I think look if I did the editing myself it just would never get out to the world. I would find fault. I would arm and ah and hesitate and think, oh, I need to reshoot that. And I didn't explain myself well enough there. And that bit of the podcast, I'm a bit embarrassed about. I don't want to put that out. I don't want people to hear that. All that sort of stuff would totally stop me from getting things out. And so the way that it works with us where we just record it and then I just hand it over to you and you do your thing and then it comes back to me and I look at it and I really have to take the approach of I just have to let some of that stuff go and just go, is this good content? Yes, it is. Is it going to help people? And if the answer to that is a definite yes, then it's my job and service to put it out there rather than to nitpick over silly little things Mm. for anyone who's 
I guess, dealt with perfectionism and struggled with perfectionism. That's quite hard. That's why collaborating is very strong. Mm. Gets you away from your own perfectionism. I think that's what I'm trying to say is that, that working with you has not allowed my perfectionistic self to take over and get in the way of me. I hold you back. Hold me back from ever doing anything. And mm. I honestly think that without you, that's probably what would have happened. I think I would have filmed things. They would have never been good enough. But because we have this process where I have to let go, I'm constantly having to let go of stuff, let go of control. I'm constantly doing that, and that's very good for me as a person. Another question here is, what are our meetings or brainstorming sessions like? I think they're great. Yeah, we have a meeting on a Monday morning, and we get out our diaries, and we talk about what our priorities are for the week. We also talk about what we're actually doing to make money, which is important since we this business is our income for our whole family together. So it's really important for us that we talk about all the things that we're going to do and then remind ourselves that we actually have to make some money and pay the bills. <laughs> in goals and out goals. Yeah. And we talk about what are we going, you know, mm-hmm. we're really asking us ourselves questions. Like how much money do we need to pay ourselves each week? And what are the, the big ticket items that need to be prioritized? So if they're really good meetings. And when I worked in an office, I found weekly meetings, you know, really a waste of time. And yet these meetings are everything that I've ever wanted a meeting to be. They leave me feeling really clear about what needs to be done, work out what we're going to action and also what can be ignored in a way. Yeah. And the the thing about these meetings, I've got a diary and a monthly planner and you have Trello. We basically put down who's going away that month, Uh if anyone's traveling, because I I do a lot of travel with my sport uh, and my coaching. Who's doing what? Like we'll put things down like who's cooking. And now that you're going to be coming to the office twice a week and it's great when you see it on a piece of paper. Yeah, we're really starting to plan out the week and allocate things like working out who's Mm -hmm. doing dinner what night, who's picking up kids, all that sort of stuff is part of it. And as you said, I'm actually going to, this is a change in our working week, I'm going to join you at the office two days a week. This actually ties back into the conversation right at the beginning of this podcast about family life and how the business has impacted upon it. And one of the things that we talked about was that the business is kind of encroaching on everything. I spend a lot of time doing things around the kids and I have a desk that's just off the lounge room and there isn't really that separation. I've decided to help with that and also to allow me to really focus on my work without distractions that I'm going to work almost two full-time days down at the office yeah, and it gets you out of the house. Yeah, and it's to get me out of the house too because while I do love it, I'm a real homebody. After a year, I've had to reflect and think about it and I've realised that it's going to be healthier for me. And I've been doing this a little bit, going to cafes and things, but it's hard to get work done when it's noisy. It's going to be good for me to get out of the office, go down to the co-working centre where we have your office and get some solid work done. So that way I'll have three days a week, which will be more focused on the creative work. And that will be painting, filming, that kind of stuff. And then two days a week we'll be at the office and I'll be doing all of the admin, social media, newsletters, marketing, all that kind of work. Just back on the meetings though, there is one thing that I do which drives you crazy. Yes, (laughs) random business meetings at 10 o'clock at night. 
usually they happen just when Richie goes, right, I'm off to bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, oh, just before you go to bed, how about this? Or what about, come over and have a look at this. Drives me mad. It drives you mad. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do have trouble with boundaries. That's one thing that definitely. <laughs> you look at me like I don't care. Like it's <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to bed. I'm up early. Look at this. I want to put this in the diary. I think we should do this. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, boy, I, I want to go to bed. Does this business mean nothing to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that impromptu that, meetings. That's one of my annoying habits mm-hmm. is that I will talk or, or share an idea or pearl of wisdom at any time of the day, no matter what. <laughs> What time it is. (laughs) And speaking of annoying habits, Mm. the next question is, what is the most annoying thing about being in business together? I think the most annoying, the most annoying thing about being in business together. It's actually really hard. I'm trying to think what is, you? do you know for me what the most annoying thing is? The things that annoy me about you are funny. (laughs) So they're like, they're not really annoying things that I've never had to say to you, stop doing that, you know, because it's really annoying me. Yeah. But what I fear is when we spend three days filming, you'll say something like, I just want to do a little bit of mark making on that side of the painting tomorrow. And I'll just go, oh no, this is so bad. (laughs) She's going to destroy that painting. You and, get nervous oh, watching yeah. me paint, yeah, is what I, you're saying, especially, isn't it? Especially getting to the end yeah, of paintings, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I had yeah. someone in the online classes watching one of the classes and it was on the part of the video for the layer by layer class and it's called Staying Brave. The lady said that she was holding her breath while she was watching it, every move I made. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, the most annoying habit, and it hasn't been lately, but it was when we were first in business and I would want to work from home and you would have finished your work and then you want to just watch TV in the afternoon. That's the problem that we have in our house being open plan. My desk is just off where the TV area is. And so I would want everything to be completely silent, no distraction so I could sit down and do my work, but you would have finished your work and want to just relax and I would get really frustrated. <laughs> It's the most selfish thing. <laughs> I know. I'd get like envious because you'd finish your work and I hadn't finished mine and I couldn't work as well and I'd just get really mad at you for relaxing. So the problem is, is I'm not good at relaxing and then I get mad at you because you are relaxing even though you've worked hard. You've probably been up at 5.30 a.m. training someone. You know, there's every reason for you to sit down and relax, but I would, I'd be kind of seething that you were... Relaxing. That's, why, that's why it's so important now for you to get out of the house twice a week yeah. down to the office. And as I said, this was something that came up more at the beginning when we first started working together because we're now so busy that you actually don't get that kind of no. time to just relax in the afternoons. That's what, all gone. Yeah, so so it's not so much of a, an issue now. And we also have much more defined roles and I'm coming down to the office. So. And the last one is, what's the best thing about being in business together as soppy as this will sound and this is going to be on a podcast so it's going to be out there forever Uh, (laughs) Uh, i get to spend quality time with you like quality time Mm. 
yeah, we've just spoken about not going on dates and, you know, not doing more you and me, but we spend awesome time together, you know, setting up the cameras, you getting your hair done, me making sure everything's fine in here. And then you come in and we shoot or we, we do the podcast. I, you can listen back to some of these podcasts. Like we, we laugh our heads off down this. <laughs> You know, and there and there are the yeah. bits I leave in. Like yeah. the some the, the banter we have, yeah. I can't leave in the podcast <laughs> sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and true. So, like, like when I say I love what I do, I genuinely love it, and we do it together. You know, I'm sharing it with you. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Yeah, well, I I never would have imagined that we would end up here doing what we do, like doing the things that we love and doing them together. For me, it's just. I get to see you at work, you know, I get to see your brilliance in what you do. Mm. And I have so much more of an appreciation for your creativity and, and what you can do that I could never do. Like I just couldn't do the stuff that you do, the way that you edit things and you have all those screens and I'm not a techie person. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm really, I'm quite organized. And I think Mm. that's the thing that amazes me about what you do is that it requires a huge amount of patience to sit and watch things and then watch them again and then take out the tiny little imperfections and then watch it again and uh, I always thought I was a patient person yeah (laughs) but it it's important yeah it's important to me that when you look at those videos it's what I see when I see you I can't explain it I get a fuzzy feeling watching the videos when they're finished <laughs> because it's you. Yeah. You know, yeah. That it's, it's like you're Laura Horn art, but to me, you're just, you're, you're just my Laura. When I watch the end product, I feel really proud, but not of the work I've done. I feel really proud of you and it's awesome. And as soon as I upload it, I ring you and I'm like, it's done quick. Have a look at it. And then three days later, I'll be saying, did you look at that video? And like, nah, I'm too busy. I feel really bad now. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, look at it tomorrow. Oh. I'm like, no, you need to look at it now. <laughs> That's what I love about working with you. I think it's great. It's very yin and yang in a way, isn't it? Like, I just feel that, I don't know, it's added something to our relationship. I don't know. It's almost like you're, we were talking about the other day, like, you know, when you just, a person feels almost just like an extension of yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, like you don't have to say something. The person just knows you're very uh, in tune with each other. I think that's what I mean is that through working together, we have become so in tune with each other around how we're feeling. And it's just, it's really special because you just don't have that with other people, do yeah. you? And you, you're not hiding your feelings. Mm. You know, if, if you're having a bad time or you're in a dark place or you're not feeling it, you express it because it affects our work. Yeah. By default, that really strengthens a relationship. I, I completely agree. And, and when we were working in completely different environments, in mm. offices and you were working in building, we just couldn't have that same compassion and connection. So if you were having a bad day at work, on a building site talking about deadlines and the architect and things like that. I just, I just didn't get it. Whereas now when we talk to each other about what's going on, we just, we're so in tune and we know the pressures and what's happening. And it just, it really helps. It really helps us to stay connected. 
if there was a husband and wife partnership out there mm. and they were thinking about going all in, what would you advise them? Would you tell them to do it? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> One thing is that while we have this business, we still have separate interests and we still maintain our separate you know, friendships and things like that. Like you have a very active life outside of this business. You're a boxing coach. You're you're very involved in other hobbies and pursuits. And I think that's really important because you're going to be spending a lot of time together, but you still need to feel that strong sense of self. So that's one thing. The other thing is that while we spend a lot of time together, we do have very separate I guess, roles in the business. I was going to say we work from different locations, but I'm actually going to come and join you. So Mm. I'm kind of (laughs) raining on your parade there because you have an office and I work from home. But there is that little bit of separation. On the days I go to the office, Mm -hmm. you're going to do dinner and you're going to do Mm -hmm. the soccer training and all that. So there will be hours when I'm at the office and you're not there. So we're, we're working around that. And then you'll be at the office some days and I'll be here in the studio painting. So in that way, we're getting a bit of time to our ourselves in a way as well because mm-hmm. it takes time for you to develop that connection that we've been talking about where you do understand each other and you're communicating better and you're um, working through problems quicker it takes patience and persistence communication more yeah, than communication. anything yeah, yeah being able to talk about things the thing that we do now every week the the meeting that we have that mm-hmm. i talked about that i really love and you said you really loved it too uh, we only have started doing that recently but that's something we should have started earlier really taking the time to sit down and talk to each other every week about what we're doing so that would be my other my other suggestion is to really value building good communication into the business enjoy it well that's true I mean we do so much of this just because we love doing it and we've had to really make ourselves as we talked about in our meeting to focus on making money to support our family and bringing that in because we would just do stuff for the fun of it yeah the fun has always been the driving factor for us the fun the the passion for Mm -hmm. um art and making things that we both have has always been what drove us to get here. In fact, the business was kind of an accidental business, really. It evolved just through a series of things that happened rather than us setting out to make our fortune or something like yeah. that. So so if you're still here listening, I hope you found this conversation interesting and you got a bit of an insight into what it's really like for us to work together. And just before we go, thanks again for all your support and love over the last year. You guys really make it worthwhile.